All right, welcome to Dean Bodie Show. Dan it, dan dan it, dan it, dan. Dean Bodie Show. How's everybody doing? Remember, Dean Bodie Podcast. Apple, Spotify, wherever you get podcasts. DeanBodie.com. Website, Dean Bodie Show. That's D E A N B O D I space show. YouTube channel. And you want to shoot us an email, Dean at DeanBodie.com. Um, not to mention, come on. Good girl, Bodie. Good, good girl. Good girl, Bodie. She's right over there. Yeah, the best. 800-878-9698 the Bodie hotline. She's checking messages all day. This phone's about to blow up, and when it does, we're going to be ready. Hope you're having a great day so far, and uh, we're going to be talking about some really kind of cool stuff today about cookie talk and all of this stuff. So, I'm a little disappointed in myself, though, at the moment, when we went into the cereals the other day, how could I not mention Rice Krispies? Oh, you pour the milk into the Rice Krispies, and the first thing you do is you put your ear to it to hear them go snap, crackle, and pop. (laughs) Oh, man. But you got to eat them, man. Otherwise, they turn into mush. Kind of like the Uber Eats thing I got the other day. The string beans came on the side. String bean mush. I don't want string bean mush. I want nice, blanched, yummy, fresh stuff. Come on. But let's get into the cookie talk real quick. Because I got to get into it. Now. The place that sent me the string bean mush makes the craziest, awesome snickerdoodle cookies. Sand dollar size. They crush it. They nail it. They nail the snickerdoodle cookie, and they go. the peach cobbler is on point. Okay? But we're not going back because we might just have to order the cookies then. Maybe next time Bodie and I want to share a snickerdoodle. But snickerdoodle's not bad. They got Lenny and Larry's snickerdoodle and those other protein cookies I used to get at the gym. Not bad. But the whey protein, whey coming from dairy, we try to stay away from the lactose because of the milk sugar in this house. Trying to make better choices. So, Larry and Lenny, why don't you get that dialed in, okay? The Milano cookies from Pepperidge Farm. Because Pepperidge Farm remembers. And any flavor from that, they got the orange uh, in there, the orange creamy whatever they put in there, be- sandwiched between the cookies, the chocolate, the double chocolate. They do the mints. Every one of them is crazy good. If I crack the seal on a Milano packet, it's over. We're grinding right through it all the way until the last one. You got three and a little bit of a that little cupcake little sleeve. Boom. Next level. Three or four. Boom, next level. And you go, I'll take it all the way down to the end, and it's over in one sitting, no problem. That's easy. Hot cup of tea, a little bit of light roast coffee. Why? Because it's highest in polyphenols, that's why. Oh, yeah. So they're gone in one day. You know, here's the, the real reason probably is, too, not only are they fantastically delicious, but I don't want to see him again the next day. It's like a haunting. They're going to follow me around the next day. I'm going to have to look at him again. And it's just something that let's just get it out of the way and get it done. And quite frankly, it's fun plowing through the whole thing. (laughs) I happen to think it's a lot of fun. 
uh, when you can do like a cheat meal or something like that, as we call it, or let's call it a treat meal, okay? 90-10 rule, 90% do the right thing, 10% treat, not the other way around, not 90% Milano cookies and 10% a little fruit and salad, not good. You're going to have some health problems, let's be honest, okay? So, oh yeah, do 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 Bodies on the love seat watching a favorite show. Little Thunder Island sing along again song is in my brain what can i tell you and speaking of cookies and we're gonna go right into the fig newton ooey gooey rich and chewy inside tender cakey soul and flaky outside got the inside and the outside is a good darn tootin it's a big fig newton one more time yeah big fig newton those commercials were awesome. This guy used to walk around run around in the fig newton the brown fig newton outfit and sing that song it's in my brain to this day i haven't sang that in i don't know how many decades planted that's a good marketing job right there when they plant that seed in you and it's in there boom but the fig newtons are pretty good the figgy the cakey the figgy cakey sold and flaky inside Incredible. So, like, we got the foundation cookies too. You got your chocolate chips. Let's be real. That those are the chips ahoy. We can plow through some of the. A lo- those came in a pretty big bag, but we'll go through a whole row. We'll we'll crank out a sleeve, and uh, the Oreo cookies. Before the double stuff and all of the fancy creams and the orange for Halloween and the this for green for that, and they started playing around there. I don't want the double stuff. The original. And some of us like to do the unscrewing of the Oreo. And the cool thing about that is you want to do it so that one cookie is totally clean with no cream on it. The other one is right, perfectly done. And it's some kind of, you get some kind of joy out of seeing that. It's like a little small celebration that you nailed it. If you do it and there's some on one and some on the other, you screwed it up. Okay, but anyways, some, uh, and then you're going to take your teeth and you're going to scrape the cream off with the teeth, whether the front and you turn it from the back, whatever, you're going to get it off and then you got the two chocolate cookies. Then you can dip them in your coffee. (laughs) Some people just take the whole cookie and boom, enjoy the whole delicious treat all in one shot that I can do no problem. But I got to be honest, when you eat Oreos, man, with, with those cookies, <clears throat> your teeth are a mess. You know, you, you got to go brush your teeth after that because it's all chocolatey, cookie, all over, inside and out. <clears throat> and <laughs> not, a go- not a good look. It's not a good look. But those cookies were awesome, man. And uh, not to get into the crazy off the whatevers, but... When you're talking about chocolate chip also, you got to some of these macadamia nut chip cookies with the white chocolate chips are crushing it. I'm not into the soft batch. 
Easy does it with the softy soft. I want something with a little bit. You don't want them burnt either, of course, but something with a little bit of spunk. You know, a little substance to it. Some of the soft batch once in a while is good. I don't know. I like have them a little bit, not too crunchy, but right in the middle there, right in the middle. So we're going to take a hard right turn here. And uh, we're going back when I was a little boy in Miami. And we're going back, ah, you know, 8, 10 years old, right in that little range there. And there were tadpoles everywhere after it rained. In the puddles, around the neighborhood, around the house. And I would collect these tadpoles, bring them into the little plastic pool we had on the patio, and collect them. And watch them turn into frogs. It was so cool. And you see the legs start to come. And you see the arms. I had a whole thing going on back there. And like a little <laughs> scientific study going on. And I ended up one time, and I remember this because I counted them, like 42 frogs in that little pool. I decided it was going to be a good idea. Let's bring them all into the real pool. Let's go swimming around with all my 42 frog friends and have a good time. You know, I mean, this is my entertainment, man. It was crazy. And uh, um, just to, not to bring a sad note to it, but one time I had a little football and I threw it into the pool and it landed on one of my favorite frogs because he was swimming. He would go down to the bottom and he would hang out there and he would come back up. And I hit him with the football and he sank. Not good. I'm still feeling it to this day. Was not good. And But most of them were all cool. And that was a lot of fun doing that, man. And 42 frogs, not bad. So that being said, man, I um, was going to talk about today with, uh, you know, on the earlier uh, teaser episode, I talked about the day at Six Flags and... Wow. Going on nine roller coasters in one day when I was in California. I did that little imitation of a day at six legs and I went in a circle twice and I was screaming because that's how it was the entire day. Now, old school rides, before I get into the six flag roller coaster extravaganza, old school rides like the Himalayan bobsledding ride, whatever it was, you had the DJ on the microphone behind the glass. Do you want to go faster? Yeah. And he'd set off the sirens. And the noise and the music was cranking. And the great music back in the day, rock and roll and all that stuff. It was just, he had it cranked up. Whether we went a lot faster or not, it was kind of psychologically when the sirens went off and the noises and this guy on the microphone, you thought you were flying. But it was going pretty fast and that centrifugal force would do some damage. Especially if you thought it was a good idea to have one of those sausage sandwiches before you got on and chase it down with a nice big cotton candy and then wash that down with a giant, I don't know, grape soda. Oh, yeah. Then let's go on the Himalayan bobsled ride. You want to go faster? No, I don't. <laughs> and you know, it'll take you a while to recover from all this stuff. Your head's spinning around. The centrifugal force, the gravity is all over the place. You're just a mess. 
as a kid, then you can handle a lot more than you can now. So later down the road, now that I've talked about that, but I got to bring up this one ride called Freefall. You go up, they got nine stories, you get in a cage, and they just drop you. They drop you like a rock. You go, I don't know, you must go a thousand miles an hour, it feels like, and you just plummet Freefall, hence the name Freefall. I've done the skydiving. This ride, for some reason, is such more because the weight of the ride is a whole other level where your insides end up in your throat. Yay! Hey, Millie! Remember when you went on the ride Freefall? Oh, yeah! I was sick for a day! <laughs> so... Free fall would take your insides, put them in your throat, and that was it for one of the one time on that was enough for sure of the day. This is not a repeat kind of ride if you can muster it up to get it done. Later in life, I go to Six Flags. We're in California. I had the girlfriend with my uh, with my girlfriend at the time and their daughter. We went to have a day, and uh, we went on about nine different roller coasters that day, and we put in some overtime, and. The Hulk roller coaster, listen to this. Not only is it scary enough because you're going to get shot out in the beginning and blasted out, but they put the smoke in front of you so you can't see the first drop. Oh, thank you, Hulk man. That's all I needed to be blind, going, and not knowing. Usually you can see what's coming. <laughs> not on this one. Boom, and you're down, and you're up and around and around and around. The Hulkster is way up there as far as one of the best ones I've ever been on. No question about it. They also had an old-school roller coaster there. I don't know why they kept this rickety-rack thing around because it was a death trap. So I don't know what's more terrifying, being on a new uh, technology when you know you're all solid and bolted in and you've got your brace around you and all this stuff and you can't move no matter what or and seeing having the smoke in your face and you can't see and you're going at a gazillion miles an hour upside down round and round or the old school rickety rack where you see two by fours holding things together the tracks are kind of got wood on them some of the nails aren't all the way in as you do a little scan not good you feel for your, you're fearing for your life, and it's it's exactly that. You're shaking around, you're going up, the thing's shaking on the way up and shaking on the way down. Terrifying! That ride, you think you're gonna lose your life. The Hulkster is just scaring the daylights out of you. Different type of fear. Both of them equally scary. One of them, you think you really might die because they haven't maintained this ride at all. <laughs> So, that being said, the, the day was, I was hung over for about two days from all of those rides. I, what, what you do to your, you know, equilibrium and all of that stuff, I had to find my footing. Um, it took a couple of days to get right. I don't know. Those of you, oh, now that we're on that topic... Dean at DeanBody.com. You can shoot an email. You're going through that depersonalization, derealization, and um, anxiety and branches of. I was going through it at that time. What a great connection. And I thought going 
on these kinds of rides and doing all these things. And let's shake some things up, man, and recalibrate my nervous system. You know, in some weird way, I it helped a lot, I bet. You know, um, just like I'm telling you, do something out of your comfort zone to get yourself dialed in and to re start making new neurological connections, more neurons, more things that you can do um, that you're, you're teaching your brain new tricks. Yeah, it's healing. You know, do it. And um, again, keep the food clean. Two, um, live your life like normal. And then three was find something new, get yourself out of your comfort zone and start doing some rewiring. Start making those new making your body make those new neurological connections. You'll get there. Just be consistent and believe in the process, okay? Don't put this time frame on it. Just keep doing it. The right thing is always the right thing. Keep doing it. You're putting your body in an environment so it can heal and fix itself. Dean Bodie. Good girl, Bodie. Good, good girl. Good girl, Bodie. She's the best girl in the world. Yo! Wow. I mean, unbelievable. When I remember um, back when I was talking about the cereals and stuff, being lost in the grocery store, you got to remember how terrifying that is as a kid. I used to get so mesmerized walking down the grocery aisle, looking at all of the boxes of cereal, which one had the best prize, which box had the coolest colors, was a quisp. Was it Captain Crunch? Was it Rice Krispie? Was it Lucky Charm? Was it Frankenberry? Was it Super Sugar Crisp? Was it Frosted Flakes? Ev all of these things for a kid was just mind-blowing. And you get so hypnotized of it, I, you lose your mom because she keeps going down the next aisle shopping. And you look up, no mom. And what do you do? Mom! Ma! Ma! Because you're freaking out. You don't know how to get home. You don't know what's going on. You think that you're like lost in the Amazon jungle. So then mom comes around the corner when you scream loud enough and you see mom. Everything's okay again. <laughs> I wanted to talk about that. And then I come out of the grocery store and I couldn't wait. It never ended. It was fun. Coming out of the grocery store, then they had the machines before you leave and exit. Put the coin in, or probably a nickel back then, and you turn it. And I used to collect these little football helmets. I'd come out in a little plastic container. And they had the stickers of the real teams, NFL, and they came with a little face mask that you'd have to put on. You'd push it on one side and clip it on the other, make it look like a real helmet. The frustrating part was not all of the face masks fit, and there's no backup. You don't get an extra one. So when that happened, it was disappointing. That one didn't get to make the windowsill lineup. <laughs> you can't have a helmet with no face mask. This is not way back in the I'm talking when they had the face mask, when I was growing up with the NFL. And I had them lined up, man. It was cool. Minnesota Vikings in the purple, the whole thing, you know, like a Viking. And the Kansas City Chiefs was red. And the Dolphins and the Oakland Raiders were silver. Cool collection. I used to love collecting all that stuff. Wow, I wish I had all the boxes of baseball cards and football cards I had back in the day. Shoe boxes full. Shoe boxes full. Hot Wheels by the ton. Comic books of old. 
Oh, man, I was probably sitting on a pile of cash. What are you going to do? That and my 71 Le Mans Sport, gone. Take that note. If you're watching out there, Dean Bodie, save some of these things that are valuable because you never know when you might go on the antique road show or something with this little thing, figurine, and they can look at you and go, wow, there's only one in the world. This thing's worth $1.5 million. Gush! Oh, yeah. Bodie's hanging out watching her favorite show. Yeah, Thunder Island, sing along. Hey, had a great time today. We're going to be coming at you daily. <clears throat> Welcome to the Dean Bodie Show, where my beautiful dog Bodie and I share our life stories on a daily basis. Get your daily dose. Make it a great day. We're going to see you tomorrow. Remember, ring the bell, subscribe, write a nice review for the podcast. Five-star rating. You can do it. Come on. You can do it. I know you can do it. We're growing every day. You're having a great time. Dean Bodie Show, D-E-A-N-B-O-D-I. Space Show, YouTube channel. DeanBodie.com is the website. <clears throat> Has the links. One goes to the podcast. The social goes to the YouTube channel. Dialed in. Boom. Boom, boom. Have a great day. We will see you tomorrow. We will talk to you tomorrow. COVID schmovid, pandemic schmandemic. We're going to come out of this bigger, better, and stronger. Have a great day. Talk to you tomorrow. Bye now.